monster, a creature with such horrific features, a lady, a bride, and scary movie fan. Some nerds and their website present this woman and her man. Hello, and welcome back to the Bride of the Creature podcast with me, the creature, Joey G. Joining me as always, the cutest podcaster in town, baby in tow, the bride, Nicole. Hello. How are you, love? I'm good. I'm so happy to hear it. How are you doing? Uh, well, I'm, uh, I'm not super happy with the level of the uh, monitor. Is it working now? Yeah, I just need to turn up the volume. There we go. Oh, that's too loud now. Is that better? Uh, I think I'm satisfied with it. Okay. What I need to do at some point, and I've been planning to do this for, let's call it, four years, <laughs> sort out some kind of noise gate solution. Yeah. You'd think after all these years of recording a podcast, I would have taken an interest in audio engineering and how to make it sound good. Nope. But I haven't. <laughs> and What's as a result... Gate? What noise gate? Well, basically, like, every time we shift our weight, or, like, touch a keyboard, or, like, pick up a can, you can hear every... See you just put that in your Pepsi? Yeah. That you guys picked up. All this kind of stuff. There's so many little things you can do to make it sound good. I don't even know good. how you would do that. Well, I know you don't. <laughs> I don't either. I just know that there are ways to do it. And I know that one of them is with something called a noise gate. Now, don't ask me what it does or how. I just know that that's a thing I should be utilizing. Yeah. I got this wind sock. Yeah. Yeah. Pop wow. filter. Fancy. Yeah. Only the fanciest equipment over here. Yeah, it's pretty fancy. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's that is the uh, the technical portion of the program. Now we can move on to the 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 main event, if you will, the entree, and that is our discussion of a film that you chose. Yeah, I picked Killer Clowns from Outer Space from nineteen eighty four. Normally, when we start an episode, I have the Wikipedia page for the movie open on my screen. You can be typing. Uh, in this instance, I do not. But now I do. It's from... 1988. You weren't even close. Oh, I thought it was before I was born. I was born in 1986, so I thought it was before my time. <laughs> but it's after I my mean, time. Arguably I mean, I would say arguably it is still before your time. You I weren't watching movies. I was two years movies. old. I should have been watching this at two. I saw this when I was like eight. I watched yeah, no, it that's ten. for the first time <laughs> recently because I chose it for the podcast. Mm-hmm. It's been on my list for years, and I freaking fell asleep in the last sure did. five like seconds of the movie. The heroes are on the screen, and you shoot, and you're just like, "Oh, what do the clowns just leave?" And I was like, "What are you getting the me?" The last just... thing I saw, and it was like literally the end of the movie, was the circus tent going up into the air, and then I just. Fell asleep. And then you're literally like, what, did the clowns just leave? I'm like, are you serious? They He blew them up. So I rewatched the whole movie to make up for it. Um, because also, when you're just like, for the last like hour of this movie, it's not even that long of a movie, I was just trying to stay awake. And when you're just trying to stay awake, I, I don't know about you, but I don't enjoy the movie. I'm just like, my eyes need to stay open. Oh, no, they shut. Oh, no, stay open. I know what you mean. Before we get any further into dissecting this pig, let's listen to the trailer. Okay. 
It was a night like any other night. Then something happened. Did you see that? Something different. It's no shooting star. Why here? Why now? Why clowns? They've been knocking him dead all over the universe. What are you gonna do? Knock my block off? Soon they'll be doing it at a theater near you. Killer clowns from outer space. just cruising through the galaxy and stopped here for a bite to eat. You don't need a police bell, you need a psychiatrist. Uh-oh. They want to play games? They're messing with the wrong guy. What are you in for? Killer clowns from outer space. It's crazy. Do not be fooled by Nicole's narcoleptic tendencies. This movie is a good time. It is a good time. I was very mad that I fell asleep, but I'm very happy I rewatched it. I made an extensive list. I was going yep. to just write a one-page list. I was, yeah, originally going to write a one-page list of all the clown gags and bits because they're, let's be honest, the best parts of this movie. It's why we watched the movie. And... I ended up writing five pages. She wrote them on these colored, like, clown sheets of paper, which make it almost impossible for me to read. <laughs> um, and I posted my notes because they're pretty. They I, are pretty, yes. I chose prettiness and aesthetic over readability. Um, I posted them on her Instagram, which is something. I forget right now. Bride of, Bride of Creature Pod? Nope, that's not it. I'll have to look it up and get back to you on that. Staggering levels of professionalism on display here. I could look it up right now. Also, well, you too. Well, I'm not saying that I'm not professional. <laughs> Listen to that keyboard clickety clack away. Let's see. Um, what am I doing? This is a really stupid way to look this up. Um, some of these pages are even front and back. I even wrote a list. I watched a YouTube video. Called on it was called Tell It Animated, which was super fun, and I want to watch more of Tell It Animated because he animates his little reviews and countdowns of things. God, we don't even link to our Instagram on our website. Oh boy, <laughs> we're just super good at this. Ugh, anyway, there are twenty-eight clowns. 
Mm-hmm. I wrote down all of their names and a little description of them, but I feel like I'm not going to read it on the no. podcast. That's okay. I don't know why I did this, but it was fun for me. <laughs> um, some of the names that I do like, though, I like Jojo. He's Conzilla. Sure. Um, there's Slumbo, Kilbo, Plump, Shorty, Fatso, Chubby, and Joe. Boy, so. I don't love that my name keeps getting mixed in with, like, Shorty, Fatso, and Chubby, but <laughs> all right. Yeah, so anyway, I had fun making my list. Good. Well, um, can I explain what the film is? Yes, and as you explain, I'm going to interject, interject with the clown bits because I wrote detailed notes on them. Yeah. So going in, like, you may assume that this movie has a plot, uh, and it ostensibly does, but what we're really here for is a series of sketch comedy. <laughs> uh, th- basically, like, if someone were to make a compilation video of all the amusing sketches of this film, that compilation video would likely only run five to six minutes shorter than the runtime of the film. I was going to say, I feel like I just wrote out the whole movie. You pretty much do. But now let's read out the whole movie based upon the plot synopses supplied at wikipedia.org. All right. The film takes place outside the town of Crescent Cove. Play the song, Joey. There's a song for Crescent Cove? What are you doing? I was just being stupid. (laughs) It worked. Congratulations. Uh, Our hero, Mike Tobacco, quite a handle, and his girlfriend, Debbie Stone, they're parked up on the hill where the couples go to sit far too close to one another and bang each other. I've always found that odd in movies. Like, when you were in high school, I mean, I was also in high school, we weren't in the same high school, but there's no place where people would go, like, park their car. I guess this is, like, a 50s thing, but, like, can you imagine? Everyone goes out to the same place, parks their car, and then just, like, bangs with their friends around? Well, I, I kind of wished for that, actually. You wanted to just hang out and have a weird car fuck orgy with your friends? No, it's better than in the basement with the parents upstairs being like, shh, they're going to hear, oh my god, do you hear a noise? Oh my god, oh my god, pull up your pants, quick. (laughs) I mean, on the one hand, though, I I don't imagine that, like, the privacy or the relative privacy of a parked car would have improved the sexual experience. I mean, you were a teenager with a very inexperienced partner. (laughs) <laughs> so I feel like the element of danger probably added somewhat to your experience. Yeah, but let's let's be honest. We'd park and we'd be like, oh, look what they're doing. Let's, we could do that too. Let's learn from them. I, I, I don't think we had much to... Okay, I say we. I don't think teenagers could learn much from one another. That's probably... That's probably they should learn it the old-fashioned way. In health class, <laughs> with videos produced in the 1940s, and good old-fashioned hardcore pornography. So that yeah. everyone can have a healthy relationship with unattainable, unrealistic sex. Very good point. Point and kiss. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Uh, anyway, yeah, so they're all banging up on this hill when suddenly they spot a glowing object falling to Earth. Nearby, we get our first sketch, Farmer Green, believing it to be Haley's Comet and his dog, Pooh Bear, Wander off into the woods. He's babbling on and on about, like... How they're going to be rich. Because there's a comet, and people are going to want to come there. And he's going to, like, sell sandwiches, I think, was part of his plan. I don't know. But his dog is this giant basset hound. Named Pooh Bear. Not a basset hound. Basset hounds are the small one. It's a bloodhound, Bloodhound, yeah. Yeah. And his name is Pooh Bear, and I'm like, I want that dog. I want a giant bloodhound. Don't get attached to Pooh Bear. I know. He dies very quickly. So, they go to the giant tent, 
And as Farmer Green, is it, mm-hmm. goes around the corner, Pooh Bear is just sitting there minding his own business when a hole appears in the side of the tent and a giant, comically large net grabs Pooh Bear. Mm-hmm. When the farmer comes back around the corner, the hole is gone, is closed up, and he's like... You give me back my dog. He's distraught, but fortunately. And then he punches the tent, which is made out of... Metal. It's a spaceship. Metal. And he, like, hurts his hand. Ow! And then then he, like, grabs the wires and he gets electrocuted. And at first... Oh, no. Then... It's quite a... Right. Then he... Then a clown appears. A first glimpse of the killer clowns. And he shoots him with a gun. It's a laser sp- gun. A, a red light shoots out, and we see red all around him, and then it cuts away. Yeah, so we don't get much time to grieve with Farmer Green as to the passing of young Pooh Bear. I know, but I wanted gonna, Pooh Bear. Here on this podcast, we now pour one out for Pooh Bear. <laughs> uh, anyway, Mike and Debbie decide to uh, pull, like, tear themselves away from impending penetration for a moment. And My, go much for a to wander. Mike's, Mike's like, oh, come on, I don't want to go look at the fucking tent. I want to bang you. He's like, don't you want to stay here and finish our champagne? She's like, we'll bring it with us. And he's like, can we bring the part where we bang with us too, <laughs> you idiot? I don't give a shit about the champagne. I want your mouth in and around my genitals. <laughs> I don't want your mouth in my genitals. I want my genitals in and around your mouth. Ew, Joey, okay. I found it odd that he corrected himself in that moment. <laughs> we discussed how I, in that moment I'm very much like Debbie and you're like Mike. But not because I wanted to have sex, just because I'm just lazy. like, oh, you don't want to... Go. Um, you I don't want to go in the mountain looking for. And I'm like, I wouldn't be up on the hill in the first place. I'd be, <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, let's go on this adventure, go exploring. And, and be like, like, or no. or we could stay home, and I could play Chrono Trigger, <laughs> and you could do whatever it is you do to satisfy yourself while I while away the hours with 16-bit RPGs from the 1990s. And what I would do is go look for that fucking comet. Yeah, and then fucking get clown fucked. So. That does not sound fun. Yeah. You you plan to have sex with one clown, and all of a sudden you're in a gangbang. And then it's like... It's like... That's a joke about how many clowns get out of a car, by the way. No, I'm I'm trying to take it further. My my vagina is the car. (laughs) (laughs) And then I'm just like... And then I'm like... I thought that I thought there was just one clown in there, but it just turns out they all also they just keep coming out and out and out, and I'm like I don't even know how many clowns were there. <laughs> Did I do good? It's pretty good. It's like taking your panties off, and it just keeps coming more and more like the, 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 the handkerchiefs. Like the clowns, just like whoa, and you're like oh, every time. We should stop talking because this is a, a brilliant idea for a porno and someone's going to take I our idea. I don't think it's a brilliant idea for a porno. Killer clown porno. Honey, between the two of us, I think I've seen more pornos <laughs> and I think you're putting too much effort into your porno ideas. I, it's not just a porno, it's art. You're describing hentai. Okay. Let's move on. <laughs> uh, they, Mike and Debbie arrive on the scene. They go, hey, check this shit out. Let's go inside. And they go inside. Hey, man, this is a spaceship. They're all like, yep. So they find these big hanging cotton balls. 
It's cotton candy. It's cotton candy, but they look like just giant cotton like rabbit balls or something. Yeah, and they open it up and they see a bloody they face. They see a bloody dead face. It's very it's red. Um, the, the clown comes in, so they hide. The clown hangs more of the of the uh, yeah. cotton candy people cocoons. Which brings us to one of my favorite parts of the movie. The clown chases them with a popcorn gun. A bazooka that shoots popcorn, which is amazing, but. He chased. They chased them out of the spaceship. Wait, and then, but as they're running away, I'm just. If you're about to spoil the part that I'm about to is say, is it what they say? I don't know what do they say. Okay, so as they're running away, she's like, "What? Why popcorn?" And his Mike's a lot of Mike's delivery of his lines are laugh out loud funny. Mike gets that he's in a comedy. He goes, Mike gets it. Because they're clowns, that's why. But the, I can't even say yeah. the way he says it. It's so Somehow, funny. like, the rest of them, every once in a while, you get the feeling that they don't know what movie they're in. Mike knows what movie he is in. Why popcorn? And he's just so pragmatic. They're clowns, that's why. Uh, Mike is the stand-in for the screenwriter in this scene. Where somebody's <laughs> like, but why clowns? Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, my favorite part is when they, are, they run out into the woods to escape from it, and some of the other clowns... Uh, inflate a balloon dog as like a, a bloodhound kicks yes, them into the woods. Yes, I love Delightful. the balloon uh, on the balloon clown or balloon dog on a leash, and it's like making dog noises. It's the best. Um, so for that scene, they covered the bottom, like the feet of the balloon dog, in wax so that it wouldn't pop on the sticks and twigs oh. as they ran through the That's forest. Yeah, but. Sadly, here's another dog that is, it the is no dog? longer. Yeah, that they count. ran over it. They ch- oh, yeah, they ran over the car. They they back over it and it mm-hmm. um pops. That's fine. We're not gonna go through every clown death, are we? This will take clown like, a, death? like a, I mean, there's like thirty of them. This will be like a four hour podcast if you go through every single one of them. No, I'm going to go through all of them. Okay, but I'll I'll make it snappy. So um. Our heroes decide we need to go and report this incident to the cops. Fortunately, one of the cops is Devi's ex-boyfriend, Dave, and his curmudgeonly read horrible partner, Curtis Mooney. Curtis Mooney is played in this film. Yeah, you knew him. I didn't know I was very him. excited by John Vernon. Now, John Vernon, uh, you may remember from such films as Animal House. He was the dean in Animal House. Oh. He was the mayor in Dirty Harry. He's great, and he's I... almost always a bad guy. <laughs> Only saw Animal House once a long, long time ago, and I don't even remember <clears throat> He's it. He's awesome. And you know where he was born? Saskatchewan. Canada's own John Vernon. Amazing. Big fan. Anyway, he's, and by the way, he's by far the best actor in this movie. Like, Mike knows what movie Sorry. he's in, but he's not cozy. quite great. But John Vernon's delightful in this movie. So they go, they talk to uh, the cops, who are kind of like, you guys are fucked in the head, man. But Mike takes Dave to the side of the ship. Uh, and for some reason, Debbie goes home. Debbie's like, I guess I'll just go home. No, Dave makes her go home. Right. And it's like very apparent why she probably isn't with Dave anymore. Because he's, he's a freaking control freak. He's a cop, that's why. Um, anyway, bef- the I think like before that, um, it cuts to some of the clowns' antics. And There's a bunch of cutaways in this movie to sketches with the clowns. Yeah, so this one is one of... Is a was a good one, top one for me. Um, the puppet show in the gazebo. Puppet show's pretty good. There's this this one blonde mullet dude by himself, and he's just enjoying this puppet show. As you do. Of a boy and girl puppet. The boy puts the moves on the girl. 
she says no, but he he tries to that puppet tries to put the moves on her, mm-hmm. and then she shoots the boy puppet with a laser gun and it disappears. Then, very slowly, the girl puppet turns towards the mullet dude with the gun, and he stops laughing. He knows it's not. Yeah, how he knows that we don't know, but yeah. Anyway, the clown stands up slowly. The whole, he stands up, he's taller than the puppet theater. The whole puppet theater collapses, and he shoots him with his laser gun. A blue beam shoots out, so it's always either a blue or pink beam. The blue beam beam shoots out, and he swirls, swirls around the the guy until he's cocooned in cotton candy. Mm Mm-hmm. That was a good one. Yeah. So, yeah, interject with more of those if you like. Anyway, um, Mike and Dave go back to the side of the ship. There's just a big crater there. They go back to Lover's Lane to find all the cars are abandoned and covered in the cocoon substances. And then we get a bunch of scenes of the clowns encasing townspeople in cocoons using their ray guns and a bunch of um, sketches. There's pranks, circus acts that result in deaths. Um, I'm not sure if it's now or later. One of my favorite ones in the whole movie, I think, is coming up, is the pizza delivery. Yes. That one's pretty funny. So there's a few of just the clowns that are going to random people's houses mm-hmm. and ringing the doorbell and shooting them with laser beams to As become cotton candy. So there's one girl, very cute girl in her undies. She's drinking her wine. And um, As you do. She, they, they open, she opens the door and there's a clown with a pizza box. And she's like, oh, pizza. Nice. Again, this is another intro to a porno. So then the pizza box opens and another clown there's pops a clown out. inside the pizza box. Yeah, and then two other clowns come in from either side, so there's four clowns in the doorway. And she goes, oh boy, not again. <laughs> um, the next house is uh, a big, the big fat clown that you say looks like um, Pete from Goof Troop. Oh yeah, he does. <laughs> he gives a woman a giant, giant valentine yeah, it's not valentine's nice. day and it's she's so like nice. oh the old woman's like to her husband oh henry did you send this and then he growls at her and shoots her so yeah. that's that one it's a gooder yeah and then there's also it keeps cutting back um a couple times to the convenience store clowns <laughs> those are funny where they're just causing and mayhem. the clerk is just sitting there like what the fuck do i do for like it keeps cutting back to it so you like can, it seems like okay, so they've been there for a while. Why has the clerk not the run clerk away? The clerk has the same expression the entire time, just wide eyed with his mouth open a little bit. <laughs> Doesn't leave. But if I were any of these clowns, I would want to be these ones because it would be just so much fun just to like break shit. They're like pushing stuff off shelves. One of them opens up this powder and it just sneezes and powder mm-hmm. goes everywhere. Some it looks stuff. like a good old time. Eventually, Mike and Dave witness a clown using shadow puppets to shrink and destroy a bunch of people and dumping them into a bag of popcorn. That was a cool one. The popcorn is revealed to be clowns in larval form. Uh, By this time, uh, earlier in the film, uh, after the the crater, Dave has arrested Mike. And then then they discover the people at Lover's Lane. And all of a sudden, Dave's like, all right, I believe you now, Mike. I'm sorry. I was being a dickhole because I still have feelings for what's-her-face. Uh, they get back to the police station where there have been some shenanigans involving Dean Wormer from Animal House 
and he has been murdered and turned into a ventriloquist dummy, which is so awesome. Yes, that's, and it has, like, so the lines on a ventriloquist dummy's mouth are two strips of blood from his mouth, and he's got the rosy cheeks. And it's good because the clowns never speak in this movie, but they at some point need to, every once in a while, like, in this instance, they need some way for the clowns to communicate with our heroes. So turning that villain into a ventriloquist dummy was brilliant. Well, don't forget, they can also mimic voices. That's true. When, that uh, is true. Uh, Debbie thinks Mike is at her door, because he's like, it's me, Mike, let me in. And it's Mike's voice. And then mm-hmm. when she opens it, it's... She goes, you're not Mike, you're not Mike's voice. Mike, it's a clown. So she flees to the window to jump out of the window. And oh, boom, God, yes. She's on the second story, so, and then below her are four clowns holding a tiny little circus so, like, trampoline uh, waiting for her to jump. they smile? Oh, yeah. it's, it's delightful. But before then, why she was running out yeah, she was showering. She was showering, and the, she had some of the popcorn on her from the popcorn gun, and and That's then you see you see the popcorn start to move a little bit. They become like almost like Jack in the Box clowns, where they're like yeah. hee hee hee, and you assume they're like baby clowns that will eventually mm-hmm. turn. She kills them by um, shoves the shower head in their mouth and turns on the water. Sweet. Yeah. So great. Yeah. Uh, so after they, they end up, with the ventriloquist dummy, Dave discovers the alien's weakness by shooting it in the nose, which causes it to spin wildly and explode. So we've learned that the alien's weakness, much like a 16-bit era video game, their weakness is always a big glowing red dot somewhere, so it's their nose. Yeah. I love when aliens or monsters have an obvious weak spot that glows red. (laughs) Brilliant. Mike and his friends team up with uh, their buddies Rich and Paul Terenzi, who... Oh, I call Stum- them the ice cream bozos. Yeah, because they stumbled on a brilliant plan to get chicks. They bought an, <laughs> they rented an ice cream truck because they thought if we drive around in an ice cream truck, Look girls will be chicks. all over this D. Because we all know if there's one thing chicks like, it's fucking ice cream. I guess. Anyway, these Not guys are fucking ice cream. No, Just... I mean like fucking apostrophe ice cream. Not fucking ice cream. That'd be cold. That would be. Get, but that's why. You get, that's why you get a cone. Oh no. Oh no. Oh, no. The waffle cone is ribbed for her oh, pleasure. Oh my god. Why? No, you've ruined balloon knots already. Now you've ruined ice cream. doesn't like when I refer to a, a euphemism for butthole as the balloon knot. It's terrible. Uh, anyway, the, they hang out with them. They they notice while they're with the Terenzis, they notice that Debbie has been captured and put into like a big bubble, just like in the Super Nintendo game uh, Zombies Ate My Neighbors. It's a giant on. balloon. Yeah, it looks like a bubble. Anyway, they decide we gotta go save her. They give chase. They go. To the, they find the fun house. They also, at one point, when they get separated, they witness a clown using a drinking straw to drink one of the people's blood inside the cotton candy thing. It's not just thing. a drinking straw. It's a crazy it's like straw. the most giant crazy straw yeah. you have ever seen. And then he does this really funny little burp after. It's really cute. But um, you missed your one of your favorite bits. Which one? When they're oh. going into the amusement park. Truly. Um, a little clown car, as we've discussed already, comes yeah. up. It's fresh out of Nicole's vagina. <laughs> Pulls so up. So many little... And there's a security guard. Yeah, a and there's so many man, clowns pile out. Mario-esque in stature. And he says, I'm afraid the park is closed. You'll have to leave. And then more and more clowns keep getting out, and they all hold up cream pies. And he goes, what you gonna do with those clowns? I fucked it up. Oh, what you no. gonna do with those pies, boys? And then they all throw their pies at him. And he the melts. pies melt him into a... It's a pile of goo. And then 
to top it off, the littlest clown puts a giant cherry, cherry on top. And so, I thought that was very sweet. It was like he was honoring his death. It, I'm sure that's what made it was. his death mean something. So earlier in my life, this was a frequent VHS rental from Blockbuster Video. And uh, specifically for that scene. Like that has gone down in fam- family legend. Your dad says it all the time. Because it's the greatest. Because <laughs> he knew how much Rob and I were obsessed with what you're going to do with those cl- pies, boys. Yeah, so Delightful. while they're in the clown tent spaceship, spaceship, um, there's the final chase of the clowns um, chasing them with bats that have nails in them. Mm-hmm. As they run, the young cup shoots a few in, in the, the nose. nose, which explode in a glitter shower. Um, they turn around and the two two bozos, two uh, ice cream dicks, ice cream bozos are gone. Mm-hmm. They've fallen through the floor into a giant ball, ball pit with the only two girl clowns. Um, and they were right, girl clowns dig ice cream bozos. When the girls saw them, their boobs just like inflated, very large. And the two very ice cream excited. bozos were like, yeah. And then when you see the bo- two ice cream bozos later, they're like, their shirts are ripped, they're covered yeah. in kiss marks. I don't know if we want to know what happened there. They fucked the ice cream clown boys. So, the the big reveal is the giant the marionette. giant marionette. Jojo Clownzilla comes down. It's pretty sweet. Yeah. He's a monster. They fight him. Yeah. Dave sort of redeems his dickish ways by sending Mike and yeah. Debbie off. Dave spends half the movie trying to become less yeah. of a cop. Yeah. He, Clownzilla, picks Dave up. Dave He's uses his me. badge to oh, yeah. pop, to pop the balloon, Clownzilla's the nose. nose. Which, in turn, makes the whole tent... It's a chain reaction, not unlike the Death Star destruction when they shoot the proton torpedo into the exhaust port. Right. Yeah. And uh, that was when you fell asleep, because when you <laughs> see... And then you fell asleep, and I was like, the, the, the fucking tent blew up. What are you talking about? It just blows up into a giant firework display. Yeah, it's a lovely little scene. Yeah. You so, missed uh, one of your other favorite scenes. Which one? Uh, little Jojo rides up to the biker's... Oh, yeah. On his little tricycle. And, <laughs> and <laughs> this clown falls up and there's all these like cartoon character bikers standing outside being mean to him. And he like breaks the clown's bike and he goes. <gasps> and so then the clown like puts up his dukes and he goes, what are you going to do? Knock my block off. And the clown uppercuts him and knocks his head flying through the air. It's all bloody and good. So, what are you going to do? Knock my block off. I, yeah, so I enjoyed that scene. There is too. 21 clown gigs scenes yeah. in this movie, which is pretty awesome. And I thought it would be fun if you and I did our top five of them. I like, uh, in no particular order. Okay, mine's in order. I, I obviously took this more seriously than you. I can tell you that, like, number one with a bullet for me is, what are you going to do with those pies, boys? Number two is, what are you going to do to knock my block off? And then the other three, in no particular order, would be Pizza Clown. Okay. I just, I don't know why I find that one so funny. Um, I, it's not even a death, but I really like the balloon animal clown chase. Like, I think it's not really a murder, but I like that yeah, gag. Yeah, it was just the gags. You yeah, didn't have the to gag do murders. Yeah, the is that one. And uh, I'm also, what else? I, I also really like the clowns just, like, wreaking havoc in the convenience store while the clerk stands on a gog. Yeah. Yeah. 
thought I didn't take it seriously, honey. I was having a really hard time reading your notes because they were giving me a headache because the paper was, it was just really hard for me to read the words. <laughs> That's fine, honey. It's a color clown movie. Um, my top five, and this is in descending order. So number five is the dog balloon. It's great. I loved the dog balloon. Number four was the shadow puppet. Mm. When he's a giant, he does it. He does like a, a, a he does thing. like a few funny ones, and the people are clapping at the bus stop. Yeah. Then he does a giant dinosaur. That's a good one. Which when he then he the the shadow chomps <clears throat> down and chomps all the people. That's great. But he captures them in his hand, and he turns them into popcorn, and yeah. he puts them in this little popcorn bag, which I thought was cool. cool. It was the only time that the death didn't result in like the cotton candy. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, wait, so which, where that was, was I number on? Four, so number, number four. Three. Number three is The Puppet Show. I loved yeah. puppet The good. Puppet Show with the mullet dude by himself, just, like, having a good old time, yeah. not suspicious at all why this is happening. Yep. Number two, I loved, I don't know why, I loved The Crazy Straw. It was, crazy Straw's pretty cute. I thought, like, it was such a cute detail to have the straw that comically big and long, yeah. and to have him, like, do a little cute burp after. I just loved it. And number one was the ventriloquist. Because also great. I thought, you know, that is a scene that as a kid, if I saw that as a kid, would have, would have probably actually scared me. It's, it's the he's only movie that's so scary. He's got so much blood on his hand. Yeah. The, the when he like, because he's got him, the pup, the clown has him as a puppet. So when he t- takes his hand out, it's just full of blood, and he and does that a thing. Huge hole in the back. And he yeah. does that thing where you like try to like get something up, up. Yeah, fling your hand and get all the goop on him, and there's this whole blood splatter. Yeah. I really. This love the actual. So you mean to tell me that knock my block off and what are you gonna do with those pies boys didn't even make your list? No. So at my honorable no. mentions, um, I love the popcorn gun. I thought mm-hmm. that was really fun. The convenience store we both love. It's really funny. Um, yeah, those are my two honorable mentions. Didn't even get honorable mentions for what are you gonna do with those pies boys? <laughs> you call yourself a Grzecki. Um, do you have a guess at? The death toll in this movie? Uh, 36. I thought I wrote it down. <laughs> this is tremendous radio. <laughs> hmm. <coughs> no, no, please. Take your time. Oh, yeah. There was 40 deaths. I said 36. That was pretty close. And four of them... 30, you said 36? I did. Four of the deaths were clowns. So, so 30, 36 uh, people. Oh, that was good. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, I really liked... I made a little list of, like, their weapons and abilities. Um, I like... Yeah, there's the ray guns. Yeah. That make them into giant balloons or, or cotton candy. The living balloon animals. They can imitate voices. They have super jump, as we learned with the little clown. Mm-hmm. Because remember, he, before he knocks the guy's block off, he does a super jump, yep. and he comes down with the boxing gloves. That's how he knocks his block off. They can fit into tight places, like, like your pizza vagina. boxes. They have acid pies. They have limb regrowth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Their heads mm-hmm. can turn 180 degrees. Yeah, I know how I know how clowns work, Nicole. We've all seen clowns before. Oh, they have a lethal paper whistle. Remember, he throws the, before, before that Cap Mooney mm-hmm. dies, he throws the clown in jail, who, who like whistles a paper whistle at him that grabs his neck and brings him back and <laughs> paper whistle. It's like a, 
like a unruly kazoo thing. It's called a paper whistle. Is it really? Yeah. That's a stupid name. It doesn't whistle at all. They can turn people into ventriloquists. They have shadow puppet they abilities. They turn people into <laughs> ventriloquists. That's a more horrific superpower than anything. <laughs> um, oh, they no. can turn people into popcorn. And their weakness is shooting the them in the nose. So, yeah, this is a great movie. This is a good time. It's a fun movie. It's extremely silly, but in a very good way. I think, I mean, clearly you liked it. You spent a lot of time working on that. Yeah. So I think you liked it. There's been a development hell... Uh, Since it came out. That they've been working on trying to make a sequel for like 30 years. And you know what? They don't need to make another Color Clowns movie. I think it's fine the way it is. There's it would... nothing that could be added. I mean, the, the fact that they were going to make it 3D might have be kind of fun. <sighs> just leave it alone. It's fine. But you know what? Bring back the old days where they would just re-release movies in theaters. Put Killer Clowns from Outer Space 88 back in the theater. I'll go see it, and we'll all be happy. Um, A little, like, fun tidbit that I found out was that two of the masks that were used for the clowns were, was, um, were repurposed and used as trolls in the Ernest Scared Stupid movie. That makes perfect sense, and that movie... Owns. I have never seen that movie. Are you serious? Yeah. That's a future episode right there. That, that movie owns. That was a movie that, like, when it was advertised on TV, the little trailer shorts, it would show commercials for it. The commercial scared me. There are lines And I from love that movie. the Ernest movies. You've been I married loved... to me for ever, basically. There are so many. There are lines from that movie that I say to you all oh, the time, my gosh. and you don't I even can't wait. It. I can't there wait. There are lines in that movie that my brother and I have been saying for going on twenty five years now. Like that that movie holds up. It is spectacular. It is so funny. And don't you ever wonder why, whenever I pick up milk out of the fridge, I say, "Ah, authentic Bulgarian miak." I don't... That I don't, is from Ernest Scared Stupid. I don't wonder why you say most things anymore, Joey. Well, in that instance, I say it because Ernest P. Worrell says it in Ernest Scared Stupid. Oh my god, Stupid. I can't wait. I loved the Ernest movies. I loved the Ernest Goes to Prison. Yeah. Ernest Goes to Ernest Camp. Goes to jail. Ernest Goes to Camp is a good one. Or Ernest Goes to Jail, yeah. yeah. Um, I so. celebrate the entire Ernest canon. In fact, there's one called Ernest Rides Again, where Ernest rides upon a giant cannon. <laughs> wow. Yeah, and there's uh, Slam Dunk Ernest, which is... Remember that movie Like Mike? Yeah. Where, like, Lil Bow Wow gets magic shoes? Yeah. That whole movie is ripped off from Slam Dunk Ernest, where a magical Kareem Abdul-Jabbar gives Janitor Ernest a pair of shoes that make him good at basketball. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. There's Ernest Goes to Africa, which is maybe not as racially sensitive as you would like. Right. Ernest I haven't seen Saves that one. Ernest Christmas. I've not seen that one. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Yeah. But that's for another day. That's... I feel like we should pick it for next month. No, now. we're not doing that. Uh... We just watched a silly movie. So now, I uh, I went back and forth. I had like three movies picked out, and all three of them were Japanese. And I was like, I gotta stop. I feel like I'm burning out on that. That's why pick. I gotta stop. I mean, it's been like three months. Like, In fact, we haven't done a Japanese one in like four months. Because the last month was Werewolves. The one before that was the Korean movie. Okay, so... Which is not the same as Japan, Nicole. And you picked it. Okay. Anyway, the point is I didn't pick a Japanese movie this time, but rest assured there are many more to come on this little list that I have going of movies I want to pick. What I have picked is the second film. Uh, they don't go in like an order. You don't have to watch them in order. But there is a TV series in the, I want to say 80s. Nope, I'm an idiot. The 70s. Starring Darren McGavin, 
who you may know as the dad from A Christmas Story with Ralphie. I never saw A Christmas Story either. What? <laughs> what did you do all day as a kid? I don't even... Watch Full House. Anyway, <laughs> um, you're a fan of things like The X-Files. Yes. Well, The X-Files would never have existed without the without this show because it was the show before that. It was called Kolchak, the Night Stalker. He is a investigative journalist who investigates X-Files type things. Oh. The first movie is called The Night Stalker. It is very good, but I have seen it more recently. Then there is a TV series. There is a second film called The Night Strangler from 1973. So it's a sequel? It's another, again, like it... It's the second movie, but it's not like you need to know the first one, because every episode is a standalone Monster of the Week. Okay. This movie is also a Monster of the Week. It is directed by series creator Dan Curtis, whom attentive listeners of this podcast will remember directed Burnt Offerings, and while not directly referenced on this podcast, had has existed, Trilogy of Terror. I love Trilogy of Terror. Yes. I believe he also was heavily involved in the Dark Shadows television show and directed two of the Dark Shadows movies. Anyway, Dan Curtis is very cool. He did a, a he also did a, a version of Dracula that I thought was okay with Jack Palance in the role. Anyway, The Night Strangler is the second of the Kolchak movies. I think the first one wasn't directed by Dan Curtis, although he did write it. But uh, yeah, so The Night Strangler from 1973, written and directed. Actually, no, excuse me, it was directed by Dan Curtis, written. Richard Matheson, oh. writer of such uh, yeah, wonderful stories one. as I Am Legend mm -hmm. and What Dreams May Come, I Am Duel, Legend is so good. The Incredible Shrinking Man. He's yeah. one of the great, he wrote many of the greatest episodes of The Twilight Zone. I can't remember, did you like the movie I Am Legend? The Will Legend? Smith one? No, it's dog shit. There so are three. I, I remember liking oh, the horrible. movie, but then a couple years later I read the, the story mm -hmm. and I and loved the story. Yeah. Yeah, the movie is is like barely okay if you haven't read the book. But if you have read the book, it's impossible to not be disappointed by how fucking terrible that movie is and how awful the ending is and how all the vampires look like fucking Voldemort. They do. That look movie like can fuck off. There are three film adaptations of the of that oh, book. Oh really? The first one is my favorite of the three. It's also not very much like the book, but it's the best one. It is called The Last Man on Earth and it stars Vincent Price. And okay. it's great. The second one does not resemble the book very much, but it's also pretty fun. It stars Charlton Heston. It's called The Omega Man. And then the third is the dog shit Will Smith one. Right. That movie sucks. And Will Smith is stupid for making it. <laughs> but anyway, that's a long way of saying next month we're watching The Night Strangler from 1973, uh, which was recently, or semi-recently, put out on a lovely high-definition Blu-ray disc from Shout Factory Films. Ooh, we have it on my cool. show. Nice. Yeah. So join us next time, won't you? <laughs> That's my Karina Longworth impression. It's very good. Thank you very much. Uh, until next time, I am the creature, Joey G. And I'm the bride, Nicole. You all stay scary now. Kissy kissy. What are you going to do with those pies, boy? Melting. Melting. Cheery on top. The clowns. Those daffy, laffy clowns Send in those soulful and doleful Schmoats by the bowlful Clowns Send in the clowns
Er og redig. 